Give me just one second. One. I'm trying to find a screwdriver. Awesome. So. <laughs> Well, welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Barry Duplessis alongside Coe Owen, coming brought to you by a pile of stuff on our studio. There's even a pile of light bulbs to the left of me. Cody's looking for a screwdriver. It's mayhem in here. I couldn't find a screwdriver, so my mic's just going to like flop over a whole bunch during the recording. It's fine. If it's sticking on the vertical, you could be like that old-timey singer, singer mic, you know, the, you know it, it'd be a good look for you. But there were already at forty-five seconds. I of know, but the, the we prob- only get forty-five the more. The problem is with the only the forty-five second rule of banter is that it kind of it kind of becomes even shorter when we're the only two people on the episode. But <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they're about to get twenty minutes of banter. You know, I, it's exciting, you know, it, and it, it, it's interesting though. Like just to kind of focus in a little bit here before people turn it off and <laughs> redone. They're already gone, Bear. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, they're already gone. But. I actually got some excellent feedback recently about uh, both of our kind of uh, our focal our focal uh, episodes on what we do here at Service Autopilot. You know, yours in marketing and mine in sales. I got some fantastic feedback, and uh, you know, we're kind of dating this podcast a little bit, but we I just well, actually we not not I we attended uh, the GIE Expo and Convention in Louisville, Kentucky last week. I hear your journey to get there was a lot easier than mine. My journey. Was I drove def- through the night to bring you these insights from GIE. Well, aren't you special? Give yourself a Dallas, cookie. Dallas to Kentucky, guys, all uh, the way. Your uh, your uh, journey there might have been harder, but my journey back, I assure you, was much more annoying. <laughs> I did stay in a very nice hotel in Little Rock on the way back. It was oh. it was delightful. Was it the uh, was it the Bill Clinton Holiday Inn? I, sh- I I kid you not. There is a Bill Clinton Holiday Inn in Little Rock, Arkansas. It like is named after him. It really is, and I stayed in the presidential suite. A snowstorm came in one time. My wife and I were driving through. We had to stop. We had to we had to stop, and and we stopped at the the Little Rock uh, presidential Bill Clinton Hotel and stayed in the presidential suite. Fancy. They gave it to us for a, for a wicked deal too because it the was, hotel I went to gave me it? spiced pecans, but I thought they were coffee beans, so I didn't eat them most of the way home. And then I found out that I read the package and was like, oh, spiced pecan isn't the flavor of coffee. It's a descriptor of what's inside of the nuts. bag. Yeah. They were delicious. Anyway, so Bear and I yeah. were at GIE So last we were at week. GIE. And I, like I said, we got some amazing feedback. I met a lot of you guys who are out there listening, approached me. Uh, Cody, I don't know if you ran into it. Cody and I were running kind of in, in different areas. I don't know if anyone came up to you, but I was really, really uh, sincerely gracious for the, the positive feedback that we've gotten from people saying how much they listen and appreciate the podcast. Huge compliment to two of us. Had two separate people say specifically, and that's why I was saying about the feedback about our focal episodes and what we do. Is I had I had a business owner say she that she's implemented some of the marketing things that you've talked about specifically, um, and they've worked extremely well. And I had that's a, awesome. I love people telling me that I'm right. Right. So right, and solid. and me equally too. So because I had another gentleman uh, speak to me and said that he implemented. In fact. Uh, he's a he's actually a current member of ours, and um, and we're going to talk about him a little bit. I'm not going to name him names name names because I don't want to, you know, just in case he's a little shy, I don't want to embarrass him. But uh, uh, he uh, he did come up to me, and he not only told me that he really appreciated the closing on the phone uh, episode that we did, uh, but also um, how much he really enjoys the podcast too. But 
I actually had a conversation with him about sales in general. He's like, Hey, I'd like to get your thoughts on a couple of things. And he ran a few things by me and, uh, was able to give him some insights, stuff I've learned from Jonathan and stuff I've learned from my experience and my, my, you know, my sales experience over the years. And that was really humbling, but it wasn't quite as possibly as humbling as what transpired next. So how was that for a transition? Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of segues. <laughs> Speak. So we'll just roll on down we'll to the next point. On. So, um, you know, at if any of you out there have been to a, an expo like you know Arxy and ISIS is this week or this coming week, and that's for the cleaning ISSA ISSA convention for the cleaning industry, and, and GIE is the big green industry, which are the two big industries that we handle here at Service Autopilot with our software. But you know, we have other industries as well, but those are the two big ones. And if you've ever had the opportunity to go to these, I mean, you're 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 literally if you've been in a booth, you're literally talking to about you know. 25 30 people an hour um and if you're moving from booth to booth i mean you're just going at a rocket pace just checking out as much products and details as possible it's 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 pretty insane um so i was i was speaking to a gentleman who's interested in service autopilot was interested in a software solution and we were talking um about it and he was wanting to know he was wanting to dive a little bit deeper a little bit more a little bit insight and this gentleman that i was referring to that we were we had just talked about sales execution and everything he uh he starts kind of chiming in a little bit to the conversation and it like yeah before people are like oh i bet i bet bear was really ticked i i wasn't man this guy was like friggin hey, man, right social hand. proof is social proof yeah i was gonna say if he was like one right of your hand. customers selling your product uh, or your service right but in front wait of you, there's more awesome. but wait there's more so he well if he starts making offers then we've got maybe yeah, a problem no, he's like hey bear will give you seven months for no um it it was it was really it was really nice because I had not only did I have the 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 product knowledge spewing from my mouth, but I had someone with firsthand experience sharing their sharing their experiences. And uh, what happened next, I, I couldn't actually I couldn't believe it was fantastic. You know the um, the internet and data access in this building is <laughs> obnoxious. It was really bad. If it's, you were there, you know. If you were there, you probably had to like keep your charging block in your pocket like i did like old school 80s i had a cord ripping around my pocket like because my phone battery oh, bear, is that a chain wallet yeah exactly <laughs> someone asked if it was <laughs> i like but like our phone battery was dying by the, i mean it was draining like faster than you know usain bolt and it was just nuts uh so i couldn't really demonstrate we couldn't really demonstrate the product um and, and we, we really don't like to in the booth it it, it it kind of cramps our style and the way that we, our sales process isn't really like that and everything. But I was talking to him about it and he was just, the booth was already full of people. It really was. And the customer was, uh, the potential customer was asking me, you know, like diving in questions and stuff like that. And he really agreeable guy, really interested in the product. And, and I don't know if he's going to be a member, but that really is, isn't the point. What our member then did said, Hey, why don't we, Go over to the lunch area where there's tables and stuff. I've got my laptop. I'm going to bust this open. I'm going to show you about this program. I think there's one big thing that you're leaving out about this relationship between these two guys, Bear. Our member and this prospect are competitors. Direct competitors, same market, same services. Yeah, same state, everything. So, I, I mean, they're not, I don't think they're in the exact same town, but I mean, it's close enough. Like it's close enough. There's overlap. There is definite overlap, and I was, I was 
I was I was taken aback. I mean, I literally took a step back. I just couldn't believe it. And, and the purpose of this episode, if if you guys are still listening, it took us eight minutes to get here. So hopefully, us, they're still listening. So, um, the purpose of me kind of going into this story um, was not just to tell you how inspiring it was or how fantastic we are at our job here, or that we want to see you at GIE next year. And also, if I could real quick derail it for just a couple seconds longer, I mean, what's nine were, minutes at this point? Yeah, yeah. They're, if they're listening at this point, they're they're in they're for the in, long haul. In. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, they've got headphones in while they're working and they're like, oh, I can't skip this. Uh. <laughs> I forgot to download more content. <laughs> I don't want to run up my data bill. All right. So, hey, if you were at GIE this year and you have pictures of, you know, somebody from SA who you were hanging out with, uh, or if you took a picture of the booth or just like a cool picture you took at GIE, if you'll post that on Facebook or Twitter or whatever you use and uh, tag us in it, I'd love to see shots from GIE I was only there for like eight hours and I was running around the whole time didn't really I don't feel like I got to like soak it in as much as like got to say hi to like you know 20 people that I knew and ran around with a camera filming lawnmowers for the rest of the time hashtag uh, Cody wants your pics is that no no no, No. that is not the hashtag (laughs) if you just tag service autopilot in it I'll see it hashtag service autopilot so check it out Or, or, or do an at at service autopilot yeah it was it was it was actually mayhem Jay, I mean, we only got to. I only got. I don't know how long you got to speak with Jacob Godar, uh, previous guest on the Profit Roadmap. But uh, like two minutes. I yeah. I, was, I ran into Marvin, also former guest, John Bianchi. What's up? I saw you too. Yeah, Mike it, Smith for a second. Mike Callahan, longtime guest and friend of the pod for sure. Yeah, I spent. I spent a lot of time with Mike. It was good times. But let me get back to. Let me get back. What are we? The, at? Reason, the reason that we're here today. They're here. They're here. The reason we're here today. It's kind of. It's a little. It is a little shaky here because I mean I literally have a pile of light bulbs that could just crash at any minute and then you'd have to cut all of that out we're in the middle of a studio remodel guys so we're <laughs> kind of working in a construction zone it really is where's your hard hat by the way so okay anyway <laughs> i think i feel i feel like you're going to cut out most of this and hopefully but he, the the thing the thing that we are preaching here about today is again not to tell you about how great we are or what a great job we do but what it is is about is that we've we here at service autopilot the product the people Everyone from the top of Jonathan and John all the way down to me here at the bottom of the totem pole have cultivated relationships with our members, therefore our customers, enough to where they have become an ambassador for our product. Here we have one of our members who's a direct competitor with someone who doesn't have it. So he clearly has an edge over his competitor and he's willing to share it because he believes in it that much. And that's what we're here to talk to about today is how to get the ambassador for your company, okay? And it's, you know, we kind of drug it out with a lot of with a lot of asides here, but the, the we point- We were catching people up on our GIE experience. Yeah, exactly. They, they were here for it. We're they catching were people it. up for it, but at the same time, there's a lot, it's a very simple concept. It doesn't need very much explanation. And But you're like, okay, well, Bear, tell us the secret. How do we get ambassadors for a brand? Well, the first thing is, is you have to, while your customer base, you can't just provide adequate service. And a lot of you guys aren't doing that. So a lot, most of you guys aren't there just going through the, going through the motions or anything. You guys are providing those exceptional services. We've talked before about getting referrals. We've talked about rewarding referral sources. Now the next step is, Hey, how to get them to refer. And I alluded, I, I I've alluded to this before and I actually alluded to this with, uh, with the gentleman that we're, we're talking about today. I said, listen, Go to your, you have your number one customer, right? Your top five customers. You have great relationships with them. They've been loyal to you. 
They, they, they always pay on time. They never screw you around. They're your guys, right? He says, absolutely. And I said, okay, go to them and say, here's what I want to do. I want to go around to your neighborhood and I want to say, hey, Bob, you're Bob's neighbor. Bob referred me over here. I don't know if you've seen his lawn. This is what I do. I take care of him. Check it out. And I would love to, I would love to serve you as well. So here's a quote or whatever. And, you know, you can shake it up with half a different ways. I think I had a couple of different suggestions for this guy as far as how that introduction goes if you actually talk to some people. But get them to act, get your referral source to actually agree to this process. Don't, you know, you don't want to go behind anyone's back. But therefore, they become an ambassador because what's going to happen is the neighbor is going to go to, they're going to go. They're going to go check it out. They're going to say, first of all, they're going to go check out the lawn or they're going to go check out how clean the house is. And then they're going to say, just looking in the windows. Did you? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Co- hey, Cody, did you did you really did you really tell Bob that he could come use your name? Did you, they're going to have the conversation, especially if they know each other really well, and maybe not even if they don't. Maybe if they're you know two blocks over and one house down, they probably don't know each other because you know it's America today and no one talks to their neighbors. But I was going to dispute will. that, and then I realized that uh, I don't know any of my neighbors. Yes. So, <laughs> but they they're, they're going to do it though. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, let's let's put let's put I you used on the spot. To, before I moved, I knew my neighbors. Let's put you on the spot, though, Cody. Like, if if I was to approach you that way, and I said, "Hey, listen, um, you know, your 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 neighbor over here, John, you know, said that you know, I don't know if you know, just I take care of his lawn, I take care of his house, and and everything, and he really loves the work that I do. I, I would love to do the same for you. I'd love the opportunity to serve you, like I've been able to do him for the past five years. You know, no obligation, or anything. I put together, I put together a free quote for you. Why don't you check it out and let me know." Would you I, would you go would you go talk to your neighbor about it? So before to, even looking at the quote, or maybe yeah. looking at the quote, I don't know. To give you like a full, honest interpretation of what I think I would do, I think there are a few factors that would determine what I do next. So if it is lawn care, and I can look at his lawn and be like, oh, his lawn does look a lot better than mine, then I'm probably not even going to bother talking to him. I'm probably going to look at the quote uh, and see what I want to do from there. If it's something that I can't see, like uh, clean house, a clean house. Sure. Then, uh, then I might go to the door and be like, "Hey, you know, your cleaner came by and uh, told me that uh, you know you've been a customer for however long and that you're really happy with the service. I just wanted to, you know, hear your thoughts." Uh, I think that I would definitely do that. I don't know; it's hard for me to get into that mindset because I don't know that I'm in the market for those services. Uh, I'm probably like because we don't have kids and I'm a little bit young on the demographic side. Of who's usually hiring some services out. I'm not a teenager. Oh, that's right. You had a birthday. I was born when <laughs> you were a teenager. That's that's true. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I had a birthday. Uh, but yeah, like I would I would check it out. Uh, I think social proof is really powerful as a marketer. I think it's really important, and it's a great way to ascend people in the customer journey. And the goal, right, is to have every customer won't be an ambassador. Like if we're just you know operating I mean, in the let's real be world. Honest. Yeah, they're not every and nor but, do you want them to be either. But your company should exist in such a way that that every customer could become an ambassador. Uh, and so this idea of the customer journey, we reference this a lot in marketing because it's the end goal that we want every person who gets onboarded at Service Autopilot to have. We want someone to go from so the beginning of the customer journey is like they don't even know you exist and you come up in their face and you're like, "Hi, I'm this person." Uh, and that's the attract level where they're like, huh, what's going on over there? And this is value, value, value. So we've talked about this a million times. Value first marketing with Patrick way, way back on the podcast where 
you kind of get people aware of your existence and then you get them to engage with you. And that's where you offer to give them something, but uh, it's something that allows you to collect a little bit of information about them. So it's still free. They're giving you maybe their, their name and phone number, their name and email address to get this. And that gives you a foot in the door to start talking to them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Once you get them engaging with you, you get them to convert on a small offer. So for most of our listeners, that's like your normal maintenance sort of thing or maybe a holiday clean. Probably not one of your like big upsells or something like that, like regular. Really low week- margin. Yeah, weekly, biweekly maintenance. Something that gives them an opportunity to test you out, kind of get comfortable with you. This is when they become a customer. This is when they convert. And then from conversion, we want them to have such a positive experience. You solve their problems in this area so well and you're reliable. And that means that like someone experiencing a mistake that your company uh, does, like you leave the gate open or you accidentally break a piece of siding or you break a piece of china, whatever it is, like that can happen. And this person isn't automatically off the path to being an ambassador. What matters more than mistakes is the response that you have to them, the level of customer service that you provide in response to them, and the way that you take care of them. I think, honestly, a customer who has experienced uh, your company doing something wrong to them and then making it right, going above and beyond to make it right, is way more likely to be an ambassador than someone who never has a problem. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think that that's, I, that's the end goal, right? Is to work them all the way through that. So they go from not being aware of your existence to actively telling friends and family about you. Yeah. I think the, I think the key is not to, is not to hit the panic button when that mistake happens, because I think you're absolutely right. I think that's the greatest opportunity. That's the greatest test is really, 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 because if you, if you do, good, I think it's the number one way to turn someone from a normal customer into an ambassador. So we're not suggesting to screw things up on purpose so that you can fix them. Let's let's be Bears let's be not clear. suggesting let's that. Let's be clear. Oh, stop it. Let's be clear here. The <laughs> but it really is it really is a fantastic opportunity to test. So just to take a step back and I and, and I hope I'm not digressing too much here. Let's go back to what I was talking to uh, our member about when it to talking about this this nine round idea of dropping off some estimates and having getting their personal referral on it. So here's the hook on getting that ambassador. Another take on getting a hook. So you don't you don't reward them. You you don't tell them about a reward up front. You just say, "Hey, can I use your name? Can I use your, you? You know how well I do. Can I can I use you?" Saying, "Hey, I just went and did your service." Blah blah. blah. If you get a referral that to agree that way, and then you surprise them Ooh, with the reward, I like that. Yeah, you surprise them at the reward. When you when I so when I get your business, Cody, I go back over to your neighbor's house and I say, "Hey, Bob, really appreciate you referring me, letting me use you as a referral. Uh, I just." You know, I just took care of Cody's lawn the last couple of weeks and he's really happy about it. I just cleaned Cody's house the last few weeks and he's really happy about it. He's signed a long-term contract with me. It just means the world to me. Um, and I just want you to let you know, I, I really appreciate it. And here's X, Y, or Z, gift card, complimentary service, free service. So two things I want to discuss here. One, the complimentary service is the best way to go. And it's a complimentary service that they do not take advantage of currently. Because they will yes. want it. Yes. Oh, I, want I wanted it. to say this, so I'm glad it's the way you're going. Okay. So that's that's point number one. It Complimentary is, service. It is a free palette of flowers. It baby. is. Yes. It is a free palette of flowers. Look how, oh, and then look, look how, how beautiful how, they are. Look how beautiful Cody's yard is. People who I have sold by using Cody's yard in the past. Wouldn't you like your yard to look like this? And then you get to upsell all of them. Exactly. So complimentary service that they're not taking advantage of. One. Okay. 
I know. Jeff, I really I, hope people slogged I, through that first nine minutes to get yeah, the because get this, to this is cause this, this is, is really this good. Is, this is freaking gold, man. Seriously, this is for all the people out there who have hung out. These are these are this is for our loyal fan base, man. Yeah, this is why this is why you suffer through all of the boring stuff we do at the beginning. <laughs> exactly. Cody's a millennial. Whatever. So the the point is, so you get the complimentary service. I know Jess has been on here. We've talked about gift cards, and that's for that's for employees and things like that. That's something different. But complimentary service for customers. Okay, so you give them something that they're not taking advantage of, so you can have the opportunity to upsell it to them and their neighbors. But then here's what's going to happen: you give them the reward. I guarantee you, guarantee because I've had experience with this. This is a personal experience because I've rewarded customer. I've rewarded my customers on the back end when I was selling in insurance, and this is exactly what happens. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, you know what? I've talked to I've talked to Brett and, and and Jane and Jan and 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 Elliot, and I'm gonna keep up making neighbors' names because <laughs> I've I've told them about you. I'm gonna get this free stuff. Guaranteed, that's gonna be the response. I've already talked to them about you because even if they're full of it and they're lying to you. <laughs> Guess what they're going <laughs> to they do, do when you leave? They're going to go over to their neighbor's house and they're going to be like, hey, did you get the quote from Bear? Did you get the quote? Did you get? Yeah. Listen, man, I've been really my lawn. Look at it. My house. You want to come look at my house? Want to see how clean it is? Fantastic. You should hire him. When you give him a taste of that, I guarantee there's the hook. That's when you become the ambassador because even though it's for, even though it's for, nah, huh, huh, one, sooner or later, they're going to run out of neighbors. <laughs> And they're just going to want that service that you keep complimenting them for. And it's going to be a sell for you. And as Cody has told us in the past, a referred customer is worth so much more than that free service that you're giving away. Absolutely. Even if it, uh, you know, if that customer has already run out of neighbors and you've, you know, accidentally given them one more free service, that sort of uh, like positive, let's call it a deposit into that relationship with them is there to be withdrawn when there's a problem later, when something goes wrong. They know how well you've treated them this whole time. They know that it's a mistake. And that goes the same for to jump like way, way back. I think we talked to Jonathan about this, like one of the first times he was on the show with us. Going 110% the very first time you work with a customer will cover over an abundance of mistakes down the line because you are setting the the par basically for your service level so high that they think, Oh, well when bear comes out, he always does such a great job. So like this issue, I should just tell him about it and he'll take care of it rather than man, this lazy guy, he always does this. He leaves the gate open. My dog gets out. I have to chase it all night. Like, what is this crap? Why do I pay him? Uh, like you want to set up for those positive experiences all the way down the line. Absolutely. And that is how you convert regular customers into ambassadors. Absolutely. So, the goal should be ambassador hunting. That's what we should call the episode. Giving you ideas. Hunting for ambassadors? Hunting no ambassador hunter. Ambassador hunter. We could make a TV series. <laughs> I'm Steven Seagal. <laughs> He's in jail now, right? I I haven't heard Steven Seagal's name in like ten years. So. I just listened to a podcast recently about him. Not a good dude. Well, he makes up half the stuff he talks about, so it's yeah. uh, it's, it's it's far more than half. <laughs> So, I, um, this podcast brought to you by <laughs> talking bad about Steven Seagal for no reason. Just where did that we're, come from? We're back to the, the first nine minutes we're, now. Yeah, we're back to it. So, and let's go ahead and wrap up here before, before we really get off and we start talking. Before everybody unsubscribes. Right, exactly. So, 
But I think that uh, the proven the proven point here is this. And and again, I want to thank that I want to thank that member of ours. I, two things made my my days at at the GIE Expo, uh, and one of them was this gentleman. Uh, just not only one, but two, not but two, but threefold. Uh, just showcasing uh, what a wonderful ambassador he could be for for me, for us, and for Service Autopilot, and for our membership as a whole. It was really, really fantastic. Um, and this is what your goal is. If you're listening to this podcast, this is the type of guy that you want as your ambassador. And so you should strive to make every single one of your customers this particular gentleman. So I was humbled by him. And the other one was uh, a mem- was actually a member, uh, a couple members that I closed uh, last year. I met them last year at last year's GIE Expo, and I spent a lot of time with them, um, coaching them, talking to them about the product and everything like that. So one fast forward one year later, I see them, and they light up to see me, and they cannot thank me enough. And that's another thing that you should strive for, is you've work on somebody, you work on somebody, and you finally sign that customer that you know is going to be good, you know it's a good fit, everything's fantastic, and one year later, they're still unbelievably satisfied with you, and they're recommending you, and they're becoming that ambassador for you. That is the experience that you are trying to get out of every single customer. So make that a goal for you guys. 2019 is coming up, so New Year's resolutions. Why not? Make that yours. Every new customer becomes an ambassador of your company. I think that's a good goal. So, uh, thank you for tolerating Steven Seagal hatred and other tidbits, including Cody trying to find a screwdriver. It was entertaining as always. This is the Profit Roadmap. I'm Bear Duplicy alongside Cody Owen. We'll see you next time. See you next time, guys.